This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, this is Kelly. And this is Dan. Dan, what's wrong? I can't do this anymore. What What do you mean? You can't do what? The podcast? Why? I've been living a lie. Oh my God. There's something I need to tell you. Okay, Dan, were you the person that started that forest fire? No, 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 no. You were the guy that forced that mudslide to happen on uh, Highway 1? No, 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 no. Okay, you were the guy that got me stuck in the elevator that one no, time. No, 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 no. What no, is no. it? What is it? It's my name, Kelly. Okay. My name isn't really Dan Klein. What? I changed it. What is it? What? It was Pan Pline. <laughs> what? Pan Pline? That's it. not a real name. That was a real God. name and you're not. <laughs> feel so good to say it, but I've I just feel like I was living such a lie. Can you ever forgive me for not telling I, you the truth? Yes, of course, of course. I'm just so glad your name isn't Pan Pline anymore. <sighs> why did why did you end up changing it to Dan Klein? God. Oh, uh, it was because I, I murdered a guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. This, this is Pick Me Plike It. This is a podcast. guys hello welcome, welcome to, to the, the show Karst. welcome to the parquet and i'm Kawaii kelly yo eunuch jester dan just uh juggling some balls but not these balls yeah those balls don't exist gone what did, what did it say in the great show great news uh something about how the character was smooth down there like a ken doll oh yeah yeah <laughs> that uh, one of the characters doesn't have genitals well yes yeah, so one character is convinced that another character told her that, that he, he doesn't, doesn't have, have genitals, genitals and, and she he's, keeps spreading it and she's he's like, like really you didn't tell me that and he's huh. like that definitely didn't happen yeah she's like, i could have sworn it happened I, Guys, I remember it so clearly great news is doing great yeah and second it got season. A season two congratulations we're gonna live another year yes yeah we get to have money for one more year yes. and then we'll see what happens we'll next year happens. i'll panic again yeah next year and we'll beg you to watch a show on nbc again. yeah please watch the peacock network <laughs> uh for now please listen to us as we continue talking thank yes. you for listening thank to you show. for listening to this show which is make me like it on Headgum. And we are going to talk about superheroes this week. Yeah. Um, superheroes is something like I'm, I'm a little in the middle. I'm a little on the fence because I realized at a certain point, oh, I like a lot of these superhero movies. Do I like superhero movies? But you're not like general? walking around talking about no. how much you love I definitely a particular didn't see superhero. fucking Batman versus, Ro- not Robin, sorry. Rotten Batman Man. <laughs> no, versus Robin. Rotten Man. Rob- Robin. Batman versus Robin. <laughs> Batman and Robin? That old <laughs> no, movie with George Clooney? Up. Oh. Uh, I definitely did not see Batman. <laughs> Go on. And Superman. Batman, Batman and Superman. What is it called? I think it's Batman versus Superman. Okay. Either way, I wasn't excited Batman to see Superman that. Batman and Superman is such a cute title. <laughs> it's very cute. I w- That's a movie I would watch if Just they became friends buddies. and eventually made love. That would be the best. Wouldn't you that would be the love best that. Movie? You would love superhero mm. sex. Gay superhero mm. sex is basically <laughs> who you are wrapped up in a nutshell. <laughs> Kelly, Come how would on. I describe her? Shut up, everybody. Imagine if two superheroes had sex. All right. So I definitely wasn't excited to see that. I definitely didn't see it and then complain. Uh, I don't get too invested in this stuff. Like, But I do. I like, I like what I've seen. Like some of the Wolverine um, origin story stuff. Like I think the second one, there was like two origin Wolverine movies and I liked all of them. I haven't seen Logan yet. Definitely going to see Logan. But yeah, I, I like have some affinity. Definitely going to see Logan. But I have <laughs> I have an affinity to the superhero stuff. You just plain flat don't, do you? I think the In second fact, someone's me, like, flying, no. the second someone is shooting a Putting thing. Putting a little cape on. I'm done. Putting I'm, a little I'm out. A little mask. A little, I'm just like, oh. Shut up. And, and I don't even want to be one of those people i don't even know if this is a type of person but that's like it's got to be a real story or something you know it's got to be about real people i don't even care about that because i like science fiction i like alien stuff i like i like things that are good yeah which is i mean that's a tough argument to you know it's um 
It's not a great position. Mm-hmm. It's not an interesting <laughs> point of view. But um, I, I something about the superhero genre and how much people love it and how much I think it's taken over entertainment right bothers me yeah and um yeah i don't know i just don't think it's cool (laughs) i just yeah i'm annoyed by all the like arguments about it like that was supposed to be great i'm like really suicide squad was supposed to be great are you fucking kidding me it just is so lame to me like adults going to like the movies to like avoid Mm. the real world Mm. to then watch like big fights and explosions and wee so we're going to have one of those lame adults in here to talk about it, aren't we? A real lame I mean, this guy's been lame for a long time, oh, folks, boy. and we're finally going to put him in his place. <laughs> Paul Shear is going to be on the show to talk about superheroes. We've been wanting to get him on the show for a long time. I can't believe he's been so kind and receptive towards yes, and us then asking he, him. Yeah, he keeps saying, like, I can't do this week, but I'd love to be on the show. Well, now you have worked with Paul. Yeah, we worked on Filthy Sexy Teens, which was then renamed Filthy... Preppy. Preppy Teens, and it on full screen check Mm -hmm. that out i wrote for that show and paul was like a showrunner executive producer or whatever uh he had create co-created it and he was like one of the best people i've ever worked with he's so nice and sweet kind man smart man so fucking funny i forgot that he's like he laughs uh, at my jokes and he's funny yeah come on what's better? better i mean paul has been doing comedy for a while yes and he's been part of a lot of funny things i was just Thinking about Human Giant. Yes, Human Giant. I was so obsessed funny. with when I first moved to New York. I went and saw his show. What was it? Was it Crash Test it? then, or was it yeah, something else? Whiplash before? and Whiplash or Crash Test. Facebook show was like I feel their like. stand-up show, and that that was like one of the first UCB shows I ever went. Actually, to. Actually, I don't think I realized this, or I didn't uh, mention it to Paul. But the first show I ever saw at the UCB, I believe, was him and Aziz hosting. Like the Facebook show or whatever that they used to do. I watched that show too, Dan. I, I went in the summer in college one I, time. Yes, Dan. Yeah. We so Paul, maybe Paul's listening show. to this for some reason now. Yeah. Uh, maybe. He could be like, oh, well, that's so nice. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. But uh, we're about to get him in the studio. Let's let's uh, get to talking about superheroes with one of our heroes, Paul Shear. Paul, thanks for being on the show. Very yeah. excited to be here yeah. on this show in, and in HeadGum Studios. Headgum I mean, Studios. welcome. Is this your first time at HeadGum Studios? It's my first time at HeadGum Studios. I had Neat. heard the rumors. And, <laughs> yeah. and there and are it, tons of rumors. Oh, my God. It's almost, it's, this is almost like the White House of podcast videos. <laughs> leaks, constant leaks about leaks. what's going That's on. True. Yeah. That's yeah. true. The podcast the coming out of it, the guests. <laughs> um, and uh, it is on, like, you know, the tour of, like, Hollywood. There's, yes. like, the houses, the studios. I brought my, I brought my family to yes. him uh, to here. To Headgum Studios. <laughs> yeah, we did. They wanted to see the Hollywood Walk of Fame, the Hollywood sign, Headgum Studios, and Man's Chinese <laughs> your Theater. Mom, like, your mom's a big Headgum yeah. fan. She loves just the Where's brand of comedy. Where's Streeter? Where's the mirror? Is John Gabris getting high in there? Yeah. <laughs> there, is, there probably is someone's mom who somehow loves college humor, right? Who loves Jake and Amir. Her favorite thing is there Jake has and to, Amir. There just has to exist. There are moms that I think like things that because they're like, they want to be hip. They want to stay on top of things. And so they have like walked ass backwards into like alternative (laughs) comedy without realizing it. Well, my my parents kind of have because they would come watch me perform. My parents would watch me perform at the UCB every Friday night. Yes. So then they're like, who knew all these people? They're all getting famous. (laughs) Thomas Middleton? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) My, you know, my like, mom, yes, my parents are very impressed that Thomas Middleditch is in a yes. Verizon commercial, Amazing. and they are big yeah. Thomas Middleditch fans. Yes. not because of all the things he's ever done, but because they've seen him perform shows. improv a well, few because times. Because yeah. you have an elite, like you, you saw him when. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And my right. dad, my dad used to come to a bunch of UCB shows, like back in the day. When UCB was doing like real experimental shit because they were just like, let's fill the schedule. Like right. yeah. literally a show called Robot TV for robots by robots that <laughs> made no effort to engage the human audience that was oh, watching wow. the show. We all wore like um, paint suits, that um, really white paint cool. suits. Yeah, that sounds like a good Jin, show. Uh, yeah, played an electric bass guitar while someone worked a slide projector of odd images. Wow. And we did scenes as robots who were learning improv. So we were like a level one. Oh, wow. Like Robot. robots. <laughs> wow. It was, and that was a midnight Friday show wow. that I remember leaving 
My parents took me out for dinner for my birthday. I was like, gotta go. Gotta go, gotta go, go do robot TV. Show. Let me get on my white paint suit and do this show <laughs> that walked the audience 90% of the time. Were, oh were, are your parents God. in New York or New Jersey? Uh, my parents are in Long Island. My dad lived ah. in Queens for a little bit. So it was, okay. you know, but they still would a midnight show is Yes, my impressive. dad wouldn't come to the midnight shows as much as he would come to like, I think at one point for a while, I was doing like an eight o'clock Saturday show. And that was like his, mm-hmm. you know, he'd come in, we'd go get dinner, which was great. And then- right. Go see a show, you know. You come yeah. Wow, let's go. Hey, supportive parents. Yeah, yeah. that's parents. what we're talking about on the show today. Yeah. We hate supportive parents. No. <laughs> I'm going to tell you all the yeah. reasons yeah. why supportive parents are great. It's yeah. nice. They're nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're right. <laughs> so um, superheroes. So we're going to talk about superheroes today. Yes. This is another one of those things. It seems like it happens a few. It's happened a few times where I kind of like something, and Dan's like, I definitely don't. You're just maybe more of an open person. I think that's it. You're a kinder. Soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're more. Close I mean, there are the things about superheroes experience. that I, I do like as well. I'm not like, right. but I think here's, can I tell you my issue? I am very excited to hear your issue. Well, my, my <laughs> issue is just, I find it somewhat embarrassing. Like the idea of like, the, the, the what's embarrassing to me is that it feels like, because superheroes are relatively new, right? It's, um, okay. you know, yeah, it's say the last the, like, like, say like the 1920s. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, it's this, it's this new idea of like a man in a cape, like coming to save all of us. Yes. And it really is kind of, um, what's the word? It's a uh, emasculating sort of to me of like, wow. We, it emasculates like, all the other men. You mean? I think it emasculates human society. Okay. That like we need some like alien to come and save us. I mean that's Superman, but like the idea that there's like some big man that's gonna be our daddy and like yeah. take care of things, and there's these like big forces at play. Um, well, but this all like this all sounds exactly like religion to me. All of a sudden. Well, mm. I mean, look, let's just let's let's talk about because I because <laughs> I, I I like I was gonna say. You know, when I hear of superheroes, mm-hmm. I think of people like Rosa Parks. Martin oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, is this what you're coming in with? <laughs> okay. That's, okay. that's the real superhero. Yeah, these so we have are to say we don't people. like them. Yes. So Rosa Parks is a um, real life superhero. So sure, what do you sure. think about that? Yeah. Yeah. No, um, uh, <laughs> no um, so, this is how yeah. I kind of feel about superheroes. And, and this mm-hmm. is maybe my point. I mean, Kelly, you're a, a little bit on my page here. Yes. Saying you don't like superheroes, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is like Uh-oh. saying I don't like food. It's it it's too diverse <laughs> of a topic. Like mm-hmm. it's like because there's not one type of superhero. Like I agree. Like back, even if you like rolled it back to like the seventies or sixties, I would argue you're gonna probably find a very similar superhero. Right. Mm-hmm. Cape. They're doing good. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. They're right? definitely mm-hmm. a man. They're definitely white. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, now we're in one of the most diverse cultures of superheroes where you can have, you know, from funny superheroes. Like, there's a, there's a, a your a, Deadpools. Your Deadpool. You got your Deadpools is always cracking, cracking wise. <laughs> he's that very guy. wise. He's also very conscious of like the whole hero culture and <laughs> yes. everything. He's like, very me- I mean, but I would argue that like Guardians of the Galaxy is a very meta kind of movie mm-hmm. too, to a certain degree. I mean, they're not making fun of it, but I guess what I'm saying is you don't have to like, all of superheroes. Right. But like I will say that as uh, a comic book reader, mm-hmm. I enjoy like I think it's some of the best writing sometimes going on when you think about these guys churning out these like stories. And now so the overall concept, I guess you don't like the overall concept. Like there's a super but there's person a guy that's gonna come save yeah, like, But yeah. there isn't always a super person. Oh. Batman is not super. That's yeah, see, yeah, yeah. Batman you know, is just like, rich. <laughs> yeah, he's just rich. And yeah. and there are and there's I think, you know, then you have like characters like the Black Panther who's like from a, a society that has certain technologies. You know, like there are, you know, there's many different they come in many shapes and sizes because I think, you know, you are coming from like the nineteen twenties version of superhero right. where like we're done with these do goody yeah, yeah. shitty balls, you know. Like and like and I think like that's why I hate those DC movies to a certain extent because they're like they're this like monotonous. Like it's, there's nothing interesting about the characters. To me, the best superheroes in writing or in film or TV are the ones that are flawed. Greatest American hero, right? I mean, yeah. America's favorite superhero. Um, <laughs> you guys know I, greatest American hero? No. no? Greatest American hero. I thought you were saying Greatest oh. American Hero, like dot, dot, dot. Oh, I'm no. about to say who, who it is. Yeah. Greatest American is Hero was, all right, Greatest <laughs> American Hero was a show I was obsessed with when I was a kid. It was this William Cat and Robert Culp. It was a TV show where it's basically like, I mean, it, it is like a dumb premise. It's like, 
this guy is learning how to be a superhero. Like, he's learning how to fly, and he's got to stop right. crime. And it was like a comedy superhero show when I was a kid, and I wanted to dress up like him for Halloween, and my mom just got me a yellow clown wig because he had blonde hair <laughs> and, and a red there, suit. Paul. And my, my grandma was like, you look ridiculous. Put on your grandfather's army jacket, and you're going to be an army man now. So I like, never got ah. to be. Uh, Did you appreciate? Were you like, okay, you're right, or were I you like? I was, I was appreciative. Like, okay, and, 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 grandma, you're strong arming me. Yeah. Into, like... After the fact, I'm like, she was, she was right because I hung out with kids who had like baking soda in socks and were going around doing crazy shit in this area. So I was like, I think the yellow clown wig and the red suit was probably, <laughs> probably leave uh, that yeah, behind it's like a cheap now. ronald mcdonald or yeah, something yeah it was a real <laughs> it was ronald real mcdonald cheap. finding his footing you know it was like a young a young ronald <laughs> mcdonald <laughs> oh my when he God. first started taking improv classes <laughs> um uh, so wait sorry go ahead uh, so, no, Great so, American I, I think, Hero. so i think like so i think like when you look at superheroes as a a general idea like i feel like it's evolved to the point where now you have all people of varying different degrees and i think it prays for me not in the emasculating way but in the way like don't you wish you could do this thing? Like, don't you wish you could, you know, like, you know, freeze time, walk through a wall, fly. Like, th- there are those, like, fantasies that we have only because we are limited by our own bodies that I feel like, which is aspirational. I would argue mm-hmm. it's an right. aspirational thing. Like, oh, that's so cool, like, you right. know, to do that. I feel like the fighting crime element of it, you know. it's You're a fan whatever. of crime. <laughs> like I mean, you know, but like, like I think I think like like anything like done poorly is this sort of like yeah like you can you can on one hand count as many bad superhero things as you can good I mean you look at Netflix yeah. like those Marvel shows that they release they're all shitty like right. they're yeah. like interesting characters that are badly told I guess right I think that's how I think that's like. Yeah, I mean, I'm already coming at it from, like, a negative angle. Yeah. So then I'm seeing things like, I wasn't a huge fan of Jessica Jones. I think you watched. I love Jessica Jones. I loved Luke Cage. I tried to get through the blind man. The <laughs> daredevil. Uh, daredevil. Yeah. The blind man. The, yeah. the, the devil. I like Jessica Jones, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. The the blind man, like, sorry. The daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> He's a blind man. He is yeah, a blind he is. man. Yeah. You can call me that, please. <laughs> Please, Kelly, go Daredevil, ahead. Daredevil, I don't know why it wasn't cutting it for me. I think there were too many action scenes. Uh, and Luke Cage like had all this like social stuff like, yeah. underneath it. And, and Jessica Jones was like, I think it was just like super sexy. Like she was constantly fucking. So she was, was like, a, I cool. thought she was great. Like I think, but this is the thing that I like about it though. You could walk into a room where someone's like, I love Daredevil and I hated Jessica Jones. Like there's no... It's like again going back to my amazing food analogy. Cool. Like, uh, there's it's so like, many it's types. Okay, like, there's something for everyone. There really is. Like you don't yeah. like, and I think as a core concept, it's you're knocking out potential entertainment for yourself because you like. I would argue that even in the X Men franchise, there are great X Men movies, right. and then there are fucking garbage. terrible garbage right. X Men right. movies. Right. Like and it, but they're all the same characters, all doing the same thing. But then when you have somebody like Brett Ratner coming in hitting you over the head with the gay analogy that's like, oh, all right, dude. Like, like th- I liked it when it was, like, subtle and yeah, yeah. and interesting and I'm like, I can read into it, not when you're right. like, hey, oh, hey, get it, get yeah, it, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. too. You know, thing. like, yeah. It's basically the same thing. It's, uh, you know, these guys are getting persecuted, and but they're superheroes. So now you can't be homophobic. Yeah. Am I right? Case closed. Yeah. Eat, the, <laughs> eat my ice cream. Yeah, enjoy the popcorn, have fun. <laughs> But, I, yeah. I, you know what uh, superhero movie I did like weirdly, which Ooh, let's hear it. Well, it was. Do you remember Unbreakable, the M Night yes. Shyamalan oh, yeah. movie? Because I didn't know it was a superhero movie going yeah. into it. Gotcha. And I thought it was an interesting. Well, do you like take. The Matrix? Yeah, that's superhero. That's a superhero. I mean, well, it's it's a different yeah. way of viewing it. When I think of like my favorite yeah. stuff from when I was a kid. There's a few that I think I was really into the flawed superhero because I love Batman, but only Michael Keaton Bla- Batman. Oh, yeah, he's and great. he's like he's like a goofball. He's so normal, yeah. but also like goofy and like he's not like super hot or muscular yeah. or anything. Love that. Loved Quantum Leap, which you don't think of oh, Sam yeah. Beckett as as a uh, superhero. But he does have a superpower. But he is. He yeah. does, and he's, he's like learning to super. cope with it, and he's yeah. like in pain. And I remember when my brother was reading X Men when I was little. <laughs> just sort of tell me about it uh, i never read it myself like i but he would tell me all these stories he's like okay so now wolverine is starting to feel it when his like things come out and i was like 
oh shit that changes everything oh my god he can feel it that's so fucked up and like i started to like really identify with wolverine like because like you have superpower uh exactly skeleton yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) nobody like feels all this pain and he's just like so scarred yeah Mm -hmm. speaking of wolverine again to talk about this idea i haven't seen logan yet well that like logan is another example of in the right hands, it's just a really good story. And right. like and Logan isn't out to save the world. And I feel like like I'm against in many respects, I would rather go see Fast and Furious mm-hmm. than see like the Avengers. Only because I don't I can't capture like I can't get into like there are these aliens and they're on these motorcycles yeah. and the they're Avengers not really turned like a... out so like generic. Yeah. I just like, I don't care about any of these people. Even Iron Man, who I saw a whole movie of, he's just getting mixed up in this dumb plot. Like yeah. I'm not, I can't attach to him at well, all. Well, it's like, and they're just like, to me, seeing like a, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all burping. I was like, yeah, right I was like, I had like something and I couldn't <laughs> get it up. Um, but no, like seeing like, uh, like a, um, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, without giving a spoiler, but the the main nemesis in that is personified. He's a planet. Like, he's a god Whoa. and he's a planet, but he's personified by Kurt Russell. So it's like, <laughs> but it, like, it makes it way more engaging. Spoiler! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurt yeah, Russell I, I, is yeah. him the whole time. <laughs> but like, but he, you know, they, they reveal that early on. He is like a planet. Right, right, right. But right. it's like, but he, it's like, it's so much more interesting to watch like, someone versus someone else because like sherlock holmes is a superhero too it's like you know to a certain extent like but i guess like the traditional like i was bit by a spider and now i can be a spider or i am from krypton and i can do this Mm -hmm. i think if you have no moral backbone or no like no no character there like that's why spider-man like some of the movies are good some of them are really bad because it's like if this, it's just like the the power isn't interesting i think that's and i think that's why we're getting into this world of like 10 Marvel shows and like to all these movies and it's like well yeah some are just executed really really badly right I think I, I think that's like my feelings towards it is I have like similar similarly negative views sometimes it, it often has to do with fandom like mm-hmm. the the huge like swaths of fans that just like know everything about Star Wars, Star Trek, you know, like I guess a little bit of nerd culture, but it's like when people know so much about superheroes and are like so into it that I'm like, God, this it it um it takes me out of it in a weird way. Well, because they, I think they make it to, or at least my opinion of that sometimes is like they create a world in which like, well, you'll never know because if you don't know this, yeah, you can bit. never enjoy. Like it's like you know it's like it's like seeing like a beautiful tree and then someone's like oh yeah but like there's an amazing forest that's you you will never see it right. but it's awesome it's like well can I Can't just enjoy just, like, this? yeah a little yeah. it sometimes it feels a little bit like that and where it's like and it's so much like even a movie like Logan which I heard was really good. Yeah. It, you know, I get this like weird feeling of just like God, another one. Like you, right. it just doesn't stop at this point. Right. Um, it has been like an incessant uh, barrage. Well, because now they all have these the contracts too that they have to make 20, like twenty five thousand movies a year. Yeah. And I remember the first few Marvel movies; it was like very exciting. I remember oh, the, like yeah. page flipping at the beginning, the sound of the pages. Yeah, that flipping. was amazing. It was all like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be really good. I think that that we're getting into a world where um, it's like you are following the creator, right? Because to me, like, I'm not a fan of Thor in the comic books. Right. But I recently read Thor as done by this writer, Jason Aaron, right? And he is this guy who has written a bunch of different interesting stuff. But he made that character like work for me in a way that I was like, oh, I actually give a shit about Thor. Like I never Did he do like a graphic novel or was it a book? It's it's a book like a, a monthly book, a monthly Marvel book. And like oh. his like so I'll now that uh you can get comics on iPad, it's the best because you don't look I don't want to be a man be that's carrying around comic books. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So it's like on there and, and it in the way that they kind of um, make it and this thing called comicology, it's like you are watching storyboards. So it zooms in on the panel so you can just kind of be shooting oh, through it. Wow. it. It makes it like a very interactive experience. Nothing is moving, but you can read it in a, in a way. Right. And so, but Jason Aaron made that character like work for me. Whereas, the, you know, the same way with, the guy, uh, James Manigold, I guess, who did, like, Logan. It's like, oh, he had like, a vision right. for something. So now it's not about, like, it's really about who's telling that story and if they can mm-hmm. do it, like, really 
well. Right. Did Wonder Woman come out yet? No. Is everyone excited about that? I think there's a no. lot of questioning <laughs> no. about Wonder Woman because anything in the DC universe right now is feeling it's so sucking. heavy oh, okay. and un like again, like seeing like Batman like I'm not a Superman fan. Like I'm not like I just don't Superman seems like nothing. Like he's I love Christopher Reeve and Superman too. Like okay. that's one of my favorites. Okay. Great fun. That's what Superman should be. Like right. that level but I don't know if you could even make that character now because it's a boring character. It's yeah, like, it's very boring. It's, it's, it seems like that's what they've again. always had problems yeah. with in every yeah. they form cast... is that he's he's perfect. Yeah, they cast yeah. another guy that looked just like him, I think like ten years ago they made right, that yeah, movie. that was Brandon Routh. Yeah, and it and was just like, like so strange. It was, it was like what are you so doing? Bizarre. Why did we do this it's like well, you computer generated christopher reeve and they put something. him in like the same sets it's like well, yeah it's like you're you're like you know very like-minded it's like it that to me like superman is the worst character and i think batman you can see like there's so many versions of batman right. like yeah and each one is like drastically different but i agree with you like michael keaton was kind of kind of like great as that character right and then you know and christian bale is different but i feel like <laughs> but the idea of like seeing somebody who has a sense of humor but like i think yeah there's like there's also bad acting too, where it's like, I'm Batman. I'm, I'm going to be really in my like my head. Whereas like Christian Bale, I think at least played the Playboy element. Right. Exciting. He did have the two facedness that yeah, yeah Batman should have. I yeah, think. it seems like Batman has sort of gone downhill again with like there's Ben Affleck oh, and is it now? yeah Ben. Someone Affleck was now. saying I didn't even I see the off. Batman versus Superman, but someone was saying that Batman just shoots people like indiscriminately <laughs> in this one, yeah, which he's... is like his sort of his first rule is like don't. No one no dies. Guns. Well, what they, how they couch it or how they kind of change it is like he shoots them with like batarangs. So like they're like he's or whatever he's some bat fucking thing where he's like hitting them. So they're getting all the effect of killing them. But then like you know then they do a big reveal and like all the guys are on the wall like help okay. you know yeah. it's like but yeah you just watch a scene where he John Wicked everybody and yeah. you're and you're and you're like oh yeah so you get like I don't know but like I think that the problem with DC and what people don't like about it is it's like. Oh, we do dark. We're doing right. yeah. dark, and it feels like a twelve-year-old who's like, "I wrote a, I wrote a story about yeah. suicide." Yeah, yeah. 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 I brought a new shirt at Hot Topic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like, yeah, and that's what it. And like that to me is so unappealing. Where it's like, you know, I, I've, yeah. So I think you can. I think you got to find your lane because there's other people I talk to. Like my brother-in-law is like. Obsessed. Batman and Superman is my favorite, favorite, <laughs> like, act, superhero movie. Like, not like I liked it. It was like, it's my favorite. It's and the I newest had... one. It was the biggest, loudest one. And, and and so there's a part of me that's like, and it's the same way I feel about, like, Larry the Cable Guy or something like that. I'm like, yeah, it's not my cup of tea, but is he selling out a stadium full of people who are enjoying it? Who am I to say that you're wrong? Exactly. Like, you know, but like. You exactly. can't. You wouldn't say like just because of Larry the Cable Guy. Like I don't like stand up. It's like I don't like that the blue guy. collar comedy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I would argue that you probably even like yes. Jeff Foxworthy maybe more than you would like. Uh, true. You know, or Ron oh. White more than you like yeah. Jeff Foxworthy or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird. It's weird because I don't know. I, I'm always like, I can't ever tell anybody. You're wrong for liking something because yeah. it's like, why? Like, I mean, I know that it's that's true. Like, it's like, it's like, because it's like, and I know that this is convincing you to like something, but I'm saying, but there, it's, it's hard. It's like, well, if it connected with you right. on some level, right. then it worked. Maybe Dan just hasn't found his superhero. That's well, I thinking. will say, um, you mentioned John Wick, and John yeah. Wick has sort of a superhero ness to him, and Dan I did and love I really John, Wick. John Wick. But I think yes, but I <laughs> you think, didn't like John Wick. We did. Oh, yeah. I love it. We it's did. Great. But I think also like. Speaking of with like uh, Unbreakable and John Wick, there's something I think it, it has to do a lot with expectations. Right. And the idea of going into a movie being like, I heard this is pretty good. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And then seeing it and there are like some kind of superhero aspects to it. Right. But it's not in your face. There's no cape. There's no costume. Like even right. I saw, there's I no did mask. see um, Doctor Strange. Yeah. And that was just like insane to me. Right. And I know he lives in like an insane world and they're like bending time and stuff. And I wanted to and then I just didn't. And I think because you hated it so much. I didn't say I I didn't hate it, but I just like it just I shut down. Well, and that to me, like Dr. Strange, and that's the interesting thing with these Marvel movies. It really is like, like to me, I like it's like, well, everything is so weird. Like Dr. Strange to me was like fine yeah. i liked it better when it was iron man and like i like yeah. what you're doing with the trippy ship it's like doctor whose hands are the most important thing then in an accident like learns like oh i that's know not it was the like two important. on the nose or something yeah and yeah. i like 
And you got to do these origin stories, so you're always like caught in that like world. Yeah. Uh, that's I'm looking forward to the Spider-Man Homecoming thing because it's like, oh, this is the first time like Spider-Man is going to be played by like an actual like 15 year old kid. Like, oh really? That's what Spider-Man should be. That's right. what Spider-Man is. Like, is. He's uh, a like teen. a high school yeah. student. He's dating like Zendaya in this movie. It's like, uh. yeah, that's what it should be. Like, right. you know, he should be running late for class, not like, yeah. oh, Mary Jane, you're on Broadway. Like, yeah, exactly. You know? Right, yeah, right, that was right. Insane. But, yeah, I forgot he's terrible. a kid. Yeah, yeah, and then you look at like. Uh, Taika, who like directed like what we do in shadows and like um, the uh, in in oh gosh, he just directed this other movie. The, I want to say Wilderbeast. It's not that, but uh, he like directed like Fight of the Concords. He's directing the new Thor movie, Whoa. and it looks fucking awesome. Like, Whoa. and you look yeah. at it and you're like, oh, uh, the aesthetic choice. Like, it's like playing like a Led Zeppelin song over the Marvel movie. And it's like, oh, he's gonna do something totally cool, and Jeff yeah. Goldblum's in it, and it's like, and I feel like that. It's sort of like, but if you go in with the wrong one, like yeah. Doctor Strange, like I'm like, oh, I feel bad for you that that's, yeah. like I feel like Doctor Strange is one that you go in to see, like if you're like, I'm all in, like yeah. whatever you got, yes, yeah, you yeah. got Give my money. Doctor like, Strange, yeah. yeah. And I, I kind of was actually because I, I went, Benedict Cumberbatch. I did, yeah. I went to the Give Vista it. Theater, um, and it was a matinee, yeah. and I was like, I got time, yeah, here we go, it. and then I just left like. I think I saw a movie. I don't know. Like, well, like, what are you like when you go see a movie? Let's start maybe like try to find it that way. So you like Jessica Jones. Jessica yes. Jones to you yeah. is a good one. Now, if, when when you go see a movie, like what? Like, name a couple movies that you gravitate towards. Maybe we can kind of like mm-hmm. narrow you into Zero a in. yeah. Um, like like recent or just movies, all time movies. Well, because I think all time movies might be a little bit like you might feel like a pressure on. It. Like I would just yeah. say like a couple movies that you've seen that you've liked recently. We saw Moana recently. Yeah, I love really Moana. Oh, yeah, Moana. I gotta see love. Moana. You haven't seen it? No, I really want to see it, and I have a little. We talk about I have a superhero. Boy, and oh, and um, man. my wife told me that like in the very beginning, like his parents died, so I keep on going like. Wait, wanna... no, they don't, though. Oh, they don't? No, they no, don't. Only, oh. uh, only an uh, grandmother does. A grandmother passes oh. away. Of natural causes. Oh. And also, to be honest, I don't, not a spoiler, but she kind of helps along the journey. Yeah, and she's living oh, okay. <laughs> on in the oh. afterlife. Okay. Yeah, so if my, anything, my wife it's... was like, it's all about like a, a father dying or something No, it's like all that. about no, no, the no, connection no, no, no. to the chain of ancestors and the stories they tell yes. they go from different so islands. I've been really reticent to what, because I'm like... Your wife lied to you about <laughs> that. I know. She's really the first me. thing you have to say to her when you get back home. I will go home and I'm like, did you know? Moana, put it in now. Because like I do have a hard time right now like agreeing to watch anything that's animated oh, while I have a child while he's not with me. Like, you oh, know, right. a couple oh, yeah, times yeah, on the yeah, plane. Me too. They just love to just kill parents left and right. Yeah, no, so like, I'm not he... surprised she thought that because every other single movie But doesn't movie a parent or done... child die in every movie? Pretty much <laughs> yeah, every, every Pixar movie, every story? it's happening. Yeah, like yes. that's like yeah. Pixar, the motivation like... for everything. <laughs> it, my father died, my <laughs> child died. Yeah. Yeah. I can't live anymore. <laughs> but then they learn then how. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so Moana. Moana, Moana was great. We, we watched saw it Moonlight. on an airplane. That was great. <laughs> yeah, Moonlight great. was fantastic. We watched that because we heard it was great, right? Yeah. I love Moonlight. We watched Moonlight. John yeah, Wick movie. because we knew that yes. it was going right. to be. We watched John Wick two. We went to theaters together and watched it because we loved John Wick one. Okay, yeah, and that was great. Even, all right, well, I, okay. all right, I'm gonna I'm, based on those doctor, your doctor <laughs> all right, superhero. All right, this is what I, this is what I think. Like, they're just based on Moonlight, John Wick, and Moana. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I am going. I am going to gear you to, and this is and and this may be, I'm 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 going between two right now, and I and and I, I'm gonna go to X I'm gonna go to X Men because I think when X Men was is done well, they're really well executed. X Men Two that was directed mm-hmm. by Brian Singer I think is a really solid. Is that the one with Alan Cumming? I no, feel like I actually it's the second one. It's a more Wolverine centric one, but it's not the one where they meet. It's not an origin story. It's like they're. They're I think in I the might mix. have seen this, but this is years ago. It came okay. out years ago. So. I've seen this one, though. Have you, yeah. Did yeah. you like it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I loved all those early X-Men the, movies. And, and I think the first new X-Men is really fantastic. It's uh, the Matthew Vaughn one. He did, um, like, Kick-Ass and the Kingsman. I really oh, like yeah. the Kingsman a lot. If you like John Wick, Kingsman. Do you ever guys seen the Kingsman? No. no. Be- above everything, go wow. see the Kingsman. The Kingsman is like, like you know, they're like, oh, how do we do a new James Bond? They're like... They figured it out, and it's fucking great. That's crazy. Like the Kingsman. I've heard is of it, but I great. You know what? It, I, I'm jotting I, these down. There yeah. was something else that came. Was there something else that came out at that time that sounded like the Kingsman or something? Or maybe I was thinking of the King's Speech. I, so when people would say it, I'd be like, <laughs> I know I avoided it, and then like one night I was like, there's certain things I avoid. 
Uh, and then I'm like, why did I avoid this? Like, and I don't know if it was the poster or what I thought it may have been lame. But yeah, the Kingsman is great. And then I would say, so my my superhero diagnosis pitch, yeah, pitch to you would be right now and in a very loose sense i'm just thinking like what i think would be good uh would be uh x-men first class which i think is him because my only fear about x-men 2 is that it might feel dated now. yeah it might yeah, feel yeah. Like, that was like really great in 1999 but now it may feel like a little yeah it may, it may not i just don't i again i don't want to steer you wrong but x-men first class is really i never cool saw x-men first class i wanted to that's a good one so that's that's a really fun one uh, the um Wait, but there's something about uh, Kingsman that was. I was going to. Oh, the another thing I really avoided until uh, recently because of the poster was that show, The Good Place, the Kristen Bell. Um, oh yeah, uh, oh, not, yeah, yeah. And I was like that post. Like I always saw that poster and I was like, huh. and I'm like, well, this is Mike sure. Like this is going to be a great show. Right, I right. love Parks and Rec, and 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 I was like, huh. and I just I just like really like was like, huh. and then like and I put it on and I was like, oh, this is great this is right. really like and i heard it gets like i haven't watched enough of it but i heard that it gets like really interesting like the plot yes. becomes you, really cool it's it's serialized which is kind of really right. cool and then they they do a lot of cool things that really pay off they build something i have no idea how it continues in the second season right but it it really builds really nice well they have some i think they have some lost people working on it Oh really? I think so. I think there's a lost <laughs> guy because it's it's sort of based on Lost, or yeah, at least the idea. There that... are yeah, there are elements. Like I don't want to spoil it too much. You should, like you should watch <laughs> yeah. it, enjoy it in a in a but in I a. Think uh... Somebody there's a producer from Lost or something. Oh no, it's Drew Goddard. Yeah, is oh, a producer who did The Martian. Okay, and pretty much like he's like the go-to like Cabin in the Woods and all this kind of cool stuff. Um, but not yeah. um not uh, superhero based, but graphic novel based. Yeah. Is that I read. Uh, why the last man? Yeah, I was gonna movies. recommend why the last yes, man. Yes, which I did like, and there yeah. are certain stories that I do like. But he, that guy, Brian K. Vaughn. Yes, I feel proud that I can, I know some names here because yeah. you've got some good names in your pocket. But he <laughs> he ended up working on Lost, which is like pretty yes. interesting. At, well, I thought but that they never I, made a movie of Why the Last Man, right? They tried to like a tried. bunch of times. Uh, I think like Shia LaBeouf at yes. his height was the one that was attached to it, oh. and then it just kind of faded away. Again, I think that that's a, a movie better. Told in a in a, like a miniseries, miniseries, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's like it's a mini story. Yeah, it would be really interesting and like a great parts for a lot of different people. Right. Is Did Children you... of Men a uh, superhero movie or no? It's a no, no. okay, no, it's like more of a science fiction, yeah, sci-fi, sci-fi. It's weird because I do. Well, that's the thing. It's like I do like sci-fi stuff. I do I like. Sci-fi. Um, I hate the Sci-Fi Channel, but I like. Oh sci-fi. yeah, well, because they spell it wrong. That'd yeah, be, yeah, that's, yeah, it's so upsetting. <laughs> it's not real sci-fi. Yeah, I like science fiction, and I like. Um, a- I'm now I'm finding out more and more that I like action, even like old school. Kelly and I. I mean, it's probably not too recent anymore, but when we watch Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, and I, yeah. I, I, I love Beverly Hills Cop. It's this so is like good. one of my favorite. So I can't believe movies. how good it is, and yeah. I saw it recently. Like this, yeah. it's not like I grew up with that. Well, yeah. Beverly Hills Cop is. I was uh, listening to another podcast called the Projection Booth Podcast. These two guys from Detroit, and they did like a two and a half hour deep dive on Beverly Hills Cop, where they kind of talked to a lot of players in it. And wow. uh, and because I'm like a huge Beverly Hills Cop, I, like it was a movie that like connected to me as a kid on some level. Like I saw it like you know secretly because I had a lot of curse words. Oh yeah, yeah. Movie in it. But it's a great movie, and and someone distilled something that was so kind of interesting about it, too. It's like, it was almost, like, really crazy for that time to have, like, a black actor in it. And it's it's not about him being a black cop. It's about him being, like, it's Detroit versus Beverly Hills. It's It's Detroit cop, not Beverly, or not black cop. It's cool versus uptight. Yeah. Exactly. And it's it's sort of like, and the point that they were making in this podcast was it was originally written for Sylvester Stallone. What? Yes. And uh, Stallone had worked on it, worked on it, worked on it, and then bailed on it. Oh, and that would have been garbage. he had a first look deal there. And Eddie Murphy was busy. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a comedy. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it had comic elements. And so basically they, they kind of shoved Sylvester Stallone off the movie and said, well, you can keep whatever you want. And he's like, I want to keep the name. So in Cobra, his name is Axel Cobretti. Cobra. 
but he kept Axel from Axel Foley. So they do share similarity. What? So it's just a crazy thing. Cobretti. Yeah, Axel Cobretti Cobra. All right, yeah. So, um, the name. They're like, he just wanted good. The name. Okay. Because and he, that sure. means and nothing I think he to can't think of another name. I think he took like one or two of the very violent sections out, but the uh. movie wasn't, it didn't, wasn't that. You know, oh so he took two set pieces and maybe brought it over to Cobra. <laughs> so then Eddie Murphy came in and they had not written the script for Eddie Murphy. It was not like an Eddie, it wasn't like they were generating ideas for Eddie Murphy. And the way everything kind of locked up was like, we have this w- small window. Can we like throw him into it? And they jumped him in. And then knowing that Eddie could like populate these other scenes with his like just reacting. And that's how Beverly looks like. But it was not like, I think in a weird way, it's like the reason why it's so good is it's a really well executed cop movie. Yeah. But then you added this wild card element yes. into it, but you didn't make it like, we got a funny cop, and yeah. now we'll make a movie it around the so funny cop. It was more like the way that yeah. he was in the movie. He just seemed so natural it's and very casual, low key, yeah. and yeah. like you can't imagine. You don't see the like advertising process being like Eddie Murphy's back yeah, in Rubber no. B. It's more like this is a movie. He's in it. He's good. They didn't it's have funny. a year to ruin it. Basically, right? Exactly. It's like they just jumped <laughs> yeah. in, and like I, That's my, true. I've been getting my wife into action movies, and like, mm-hmm. and the one that uh, I got her into. Like I was like, like Beverly Hills Cop was one that I showed her, and, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh yeah, it's really good. And then the second one um, is Lethal Weapon One. If you've never we, seen, we Lethal watched, Lethal. That, watched recently. that recently. Yeah, yeah. and loved it. That's <laughs> great. It's a great like. It's like yeah. oh, that, and then you start to realize sweet like Danny Glover, sweet Danny sweet Glover, sweet so Danny good. Glover. And you realize like oh, everything that's shitty about like modern day action is based on why these movies are good. Like yeah, everyone's yeah, trying yeah. to duplicate exactly. these things and yeah. they've it's almost like it's a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy. Yes, like you know yeah. it's like it's the reason why I think Die Hard is still like a great also action great. movie. But it's like <laughs> yeah, but no. everyone's tried to do it on some level. And that's why you take something like John Wick and you're like, oh, John Wick is great because it's like it is that, but it's not it's they're doing things. Right. It's, it's very like, yeah, it's crazy how winky it is, but also not at all. Yeah. Did you see so John Wick too? To... I did. Uh my <laughs> favorite thing we were talking about. Well, there's some great stuff in it. There's like the silencer fight. My uh, favorite, oh, yeah. yeah, is they're in a public mall shooting oh, shooting yeah. each other with shooting silencers. Each other. Yeah. And no one knows it's happening. And you're using that funny. blood spot of shoot. Yes. <laughs> but my, my favorite stuff about the fighting was they they did uh, what I've titled puddle work, which was like in the first scene. There's a big puddle uh-huh. where they're fighting, and they're like using it as like uh, sort of like to yes. like um, I guess just make it exciting to look yeah, yeah. at. But like everyone's kind of getting wet a little bit. I'm like, I don't know if I've never seen There's this a lot before. Of reflections. Yes, yeah, yeah. reflections, cars going through it, yeah. and like fighting in and around the puddle. Splashed I was like, wow, puddle. look at this. They've like centered a scene around like a parking garage puddle. Kind I of. love that. Like, yeah. I love some good puddle work. Puddle yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll be seeing more of that. I get, get some more puddle work in there. I, the one thing I thought. That was so smart about John Wick 2 and hopefully they continue it in John Wick 3 is like they embraced the mythology which to me <laughs> yeah. was the interesting thing about the first it was like it made it it elevated it like yeah. it was like oh these gold coins yeah, and this coins. hotel and these rules and this guy and like and they like and they just doubled down on mm-hmm. that and it yeah. made it and it to me it was like oh yeah that make that makes that movie better than just Keanu Reeves like shooting people in the head like right. which is still fun but it, like right. it just and I think that's the tricky thing is like trying to find those things that kind of <laughs> amp it up. Yes, yeah, and I think maybe <laughs> so I've had that. Gunshots. Like with the the superhero movies that I have liked, they have been amped up for me because again, it was it's an expectations thing. I think when I go into see that stuff. So with something like Unbreakable, I'm like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, what a cool way to tell a story, just in general, but also a superhero story, a superhero origin story. Yeah, you know, I'm like, oh, that I could I can get into that. But I think it's when and I go in knowing it's going to be a superhero movie and then it's just the beginning is them telling how he got into yes. the story and this and that and then there's like a big action fighting sequence that you're just like okay yeah well th- I think Guardians of the Galaxy 1 did a great job of doing an origin story that without it feeling like an origin story because right. the characters weren't finding their powers they were finding their connection to each other so right. it was like here's two characters and here's two characters and right. they got put together and here's but they were all already doing their stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah. which I think elevated that movie because it, uh, the biggest movies that I have a problem with are movies like, um, uh, I'm trying to think of one without necessarily shitting on this movie. Any movie where a number is involved in the title where you know like, oh, there will be seven, seven. of these vignettes. Yeah. It'll be mm-hmm. these 10 things. And then and the movie is almost marked off like that. Right. So then I'm like, 
okay, I'm I'm almost ceasing to enjoy the movie because at a certain point right. it's like chapter six. I'm like right. Oh, I know there's ten chapters. Right, so right, yeah. where am I in the movie? You're and like, like, doing like, homework. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I'm sitting through this thing, <laughs> and like, and I think that's how I feel about those movies. Where it's like, I know, like, I know Spider Man gets bit by a fucking spider and becomes Spider Man. Like, I think, right. yeah. is there a way that you can just go like he's Spider Man? Like, and and and, and everybody just, knows Spider Man at this point. Yeah, like, and we know Batman. We know yet. he gets killed by fucking parents. Like, right? Like, like Doctor Strange. I didn't know. Like, you know, it's yeah. so all like, all right. So, the you know, but. But it's also like I don't need to – I don't know. That to me, if I find it boring. I'm like, oh, I want to see the second ones because the second yeah. one is sort of like – and the wheels are in motion. Let's just right, go. Right, essentially right, you're right, watching right. like a pilot uh, yeah. you know, of, of a lot of yeah, these like, pilots are often just and pilots like are fucking bad pulling it's, teeth to watch. Well, because you're explaining like, all of the characters, but you can't just be like, hi, I'm so-and-so. Yes. And this is how I'll be acting for the next five years. Yeah. You know? Well, and here's, here's two – I mean we're going – I'm jumping into action for a second just to say – one thing that I think is interesting about a superhero movie. I'm a big Shane Black fan. Shane Black wrote Lethal Weapon. He also wrote another one of my favorite movies, this movie like uh, Long Kiss. Oh, wait. Uh, so the yeah. Long Kiss. Yeah. Not even really Long Kiss. It's like one with Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. It's okay. really good. Okay. Uh, oh, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Sorry. Okay. Kiss, Kiss, Bang. And, um, kissing. Yeah, a lot of kissing. And then, uh. But he directed the third Iron Man movie. Mm. And it's a movie that people... I think seemingly don't like because the third act, Robert Downey Jr. is like, yeah, I'm not wearing the costume. It's a cop movie. And Robert Downey Jr. and Don Cheadle are running around with guns like on a, like on a, a rig, <laughs> like an oil rig. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, this is like Leave the Weapon. And people are like, boo, fuck you. I came to see fucking Iron Man suit. Yeah. And like the whole third act are these two guys running around with guns. Right. Like yeah. some guns. <laughs> and, and like, and um, <laughs> I want to revisit it because. I, I do like Shane Black, and there were things I liked about it. There's also things I, 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 I mixed on. He directed, he didn't write it. But it's it's an interesting one to watch because it's an interesting, like, here's a guy known for, like, seminal action movies doing his take on a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's it, it, For at least for, like, um, like a... Interesting, like oh, that's I would like to see that just from a an analytical standpoint. Sure, it's an sure. interesting thing to watch. Yeah. And so you've been like um, a superhero fan for a long time. You've been, have you like Ish. were you growing like, up reading comic books? No, I'm not like that. I'm not like the person who had like bins of comics. Like mm-hmm. my friends had comics, and then I always wanted to kind of get into them, but I just I was like, yeah, I, I collected them for a little bit, and. But it was never like a driving force. It wasn't like, oh, well, when so and so was writing X Men and blah blah blah. Yeah. Like I think I just gotten into them more through like their pop culture kind of assimilation. As I got older, like people were like read Why the Last Man, you might like it. I was like, right. oh, I liked it. What else? Oh, read The Watchmen. Oh, that's really cool. Like, oh, and then like and just hearing like people tell you like that's how I kind of felt like found the comics. So my comic reading, I think, was primarily done in like my late twenties, like thirties, like where I'm like, oh, this is kind of Interesting, but again, like not a guy who's like, I gotta go to the comic book shop. I have my pull right. list. Like Jason Manzukis, like has a sizable pull list where he goes to a comic book shop like every week and gets like oh, all Jesus. these comics. He like, picks up the like dispatch the latest. or whatever. Yeah, but I felt like you. I felt like, oh, I can't get into this, and I feel like sometimes like an outsider because I do read stuff. I like stuff, and people assume like, well, I've been into this since I was like yeah. ten years old. Yeah. I'm not. I just. It's just like a, just like an action movie or a sci-fi movie. Like I, I, I think maybe that's my opinion on these movies. Then is like more towards yeah, it's a genre mm-hmm. that I like, but as much as I like any other genre, yeah. like there's like I don't like all comedies. I don't like all action movies. I just like right. but I pick and choose the ones I like. And then if I like what I think I've found with the writing of comics because now I've written a couple of comics. Ooh, I didn't yeah. Know that. I've written some comics for Marvel, which has been really kind of cool. That's yeah. That's cool. So actual that was, superhero comics? Yeah. I wrote um a Deadpool comic. I wrote oh my God. two Deadpool comics. I wrote uh Drax from Guardians and I wrote an Ant Man comic. Oh and my God. uh how fun. Yeah. So that was like really fun. And then I wrote a Spider Man comic. Yeah. So I got to write like a handful I of saw, different things. Yeah. I saw Deadpool Rieseling for the first time and I really liked it. I think Deadpool is like super fun. It was like it's so like... funny. And everyone on um I was like, hey Twitter, I liked Deadpool and everyone was like, You're an idiot. Yeah. Well <laughs> you're an idiot because you're too late to the like, party or I think they were just like, No, it was not a good movie. Like Oh, I think that like Deadpool is like, like to me, I feel like that people are like, like Deadpool is finally like, yeah, of course, like it's an R-rated superhero movie. Like they yeah. did stuff that like Marvel would never do. I just, yeah, I loved it. I loved how they like, I don't know, like how he was like disgusting 
you know I thought, so Deadpool many, was... I thought he was just repulsive in so many ways and i liked how he embraced it and i think Deadpool's like super fun like, and that and the, like yeah i i'm polished. all in on deadpool like i think that like yeah sometimes i'm always like with jokes like you know it's like it's like they're doing jokes and sometimes like man eh, but you know but then sometimes like oh i like you know i had enough of a positive reaction to yeah. the jokes yeah. to then, you know, also Balance go to the... out the, like, very stupid yeah. shit. Yeah. Kelly and I have an idea for an R-rated Star Wars. That's We're like, isn't that oh. weird that that's not really happened? <laughs> By the way, I also have an idea for <laughs> R-rated true. Star Wars. There you go. You uh, yeah. I, <laughs> but I, isn't I, that crazy that, like, I was like, Star Wars has been around so long and it's Why so family they done friendly. The, like, Don't you think reboot? Yeah, or like, like the now. Fox, well, ver- you know, yeah. Fox's well, version. Rogue One, I think, <laughs> arguably would come the closest as they spoiler alert. Yeah, kill the entire cast. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. That's I mean, yeah. it's pretty that was dark fantastic. movie. Yeah, yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, oh, that was cool. I, I enjoyed that. Was that. Awesome. They are super tricky. I did a thing, so Disney had come to me on some level, and they were like, "Hey." Can you do a comedy show for Star Wars? And I, and I was like, yeah. Or they were like, do you have any ideas for a comedy show for Star Wars? And it was like something I was like, I, I don't know. I did this show at UCB one time where it was called like the Darth Vader talk show. And it was just straight up Darth Vader hosting a talk show. Like what the president show is yeah. with Darth Vader <laughs> and like a rotating cast of characters. And they were like, great, we'll do it. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, we'll do it. So they financed this thing where we built a recreation of the Death Star. I we had like a put a wooden desk in the middle of this thing. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> I had desk. the rights to use like all their props and costumes and stuff. Like or I guess like I couldn't put on a Darth Vader mask in a Disney approved thing unless they appro- like you know like, it's, like there's weird rules or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we were allowed to use names, everything. Wow. Shot the whole thing, all these episodes, and then um, I guess. Um, Kathleen Kennedy heard about this at Disney because Disney did it, not Lucasfilm. And she's in charge right. of Lucasfilm. She's like, Star Wars isn't about being funny. It's about being family and it's about drama. And and so That's and, true. They're, and they're like, and they're like, and she's like, We're and trying so, to do something good point. Different. Whoops. <laughs> and so they pulled the family guy, uh, the family guy Star Wars, which I think now is hard to find and they, they won't re-air it. They also stopped Darth Vader and Darth Maul from dancing in Walt Disney World. Like, uh, like, do they have, like, the Star Wars land? Like, no. Darth oh, Vader doesn't dance. That's crazy. Neither Darth Maul. So. It's about drama yeah. and not dancing. And, not, and so they pulled Family the show and that drama. we did. Wow. The show will never see the light of day. That is and, nuts. I mean, not saying that, like, you need to see it. It, wasn't, like, like, it was yeah. super fun. It was goofy. It was, like, as goofy as what that title is, Darth Vader talk show. It's, like, doing dumb bits where, like, I'm like fawning over Amadala's like <laughs> like cl- like not clone but like her like her Padme. Padme. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, what yeah. did she ever talk about me? Like dumb shit. Like dumb, very inside right, baseball right. Star Wars shit. Right. And but yeah, it's just after like, spaceballs, they're like, no, nah, it's over. No, yeah, we can't do it. <laughs> nah, it's over. Spaceballs baby. was too good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I guess that one was an art, sort of an art. But that's a pa- uh, or a spoof. It was, yeah, it was yeah. a spoof. It's real spoof. But I'm talking like yeah. a real franchise that yeah. you know is just like a little bit racier it's than your than work. your average Star Wars. According to this woman, she, nope. no, well, but not not doing literally Star Wars. I'm saying you build your own world right which is i think what those guys tried to do the wachowski brothers when they made that movie jupiter ascending or whatever it oh was. really oh. uh Ju- yeah like the one with uh channing tatum and mila kunis like was here's supposed our to be like space. sexy yep like oh, yeah damn. it's an it, i mean nope. that movie is sexy opera space opera. yeah it's like it's interesting that movie is crazy that movie is i haven't watched any of their stuff in a long time too like cloud atlas or yeah it's definitely going for something and sense eight too i've heard good things about sense eight not that it makes sense i couldn't get into i've heard heard it doesn't make sense but it's like you just like let it it be (laughs) like yeah let it happen yeah (laughs) and like i'm like maybe i shouldn't do that like it's so hard now it's like you realize like people i was talking to like a stand-up the other day and they were saying like they're on the road now and they have to put disclaimers before all their jokes. Like, all right, everybody, I'm going to be talking about Trump now to kind of prepare the audience for what they're going to see. Because I think people, this is my opinion on what she was saying, like people, and she's like, people will respond to it so much better when you put a disclaimer. If I don't put a disclaimer, the jokes don't work. She's like, I've now done it so they many don't different know what times. They're doing, where, what yeah, they, they need into. to be like, what are we seeing now? Okay, yeah, you're going yeah. to do jokes about Subway sandwiches? <laughs> Okay. What's the reality we've agreed upon? Yeah, and it's like where that's such a crazy idea. Like you're not going on a journey, 
And I think the idea is, like, I think like Netflix and stuff is like wrecked everybody because it's like you put on a stand-up special and you're like, all right, I don't like the first four minutes of this Norm McDonald special. Click, click. I'll watch, yeah. you know, Neil Brennan now. It's like, yeah. And you just click until you find the thing that you like. So yeah. your your mind is not like you don't you have patience for like. I don't see where this is going. I don't know why I like well, this. Well, this is yeah, yeah. Uh, discussed in that documentary, Hypernormalization, that was oh, uh, Jack Allison on our Nixon one of our episode. more recent episodes. Yeah, talked about Richard Nixon. Well, I was going to say Richard Nixon, right? Yeah, he was like... Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yes, there's a documentary called put it out. Hypernormalization. Uh. Um, but it ta- it's... I mean, this is something that a lot of people have talked about, you know, but it's about the echo chambers and stuff. And, yeah. you know, these, these systems that were once designed and worked really well to connect people are now the systems that are benefiting from and also dividing people and you're just only seeing things that you like and like and like and yeah. like and it's a really weird way to live well it's interesting like i was i try to do a thing and it's only with news but it's like to listen to fox news mm-hmm. in the moment of a crisis because i feel like i understand what is going on politically to a certain extent like after like the first headlines of cnn like you get it like yeah. there's gonna be a 10 other pundits that are come on and give you their opinion but right the ultimate news is out there so it's like well let me listen to like how sean hannity tells this story right and it's it's interesting because your instinct is like well, i don't want to listen to this yeah. this is not like this is not i'm not agreeing with this but i think we're missing that like we are yeah, yeah, missing yeah. a yeah. a part of us the that dissonance. is that is like come with me on this like it's like telling somebody the ending of a book before they read it because like oh just tell me this, tell me like is he like six sense is he, like so he's a ghost yeah, all right yeah, now yeah. I'll watch it now I'll watch that's cool yeah, that's cool yeah, I'll yeah. watch now it you guys yeah, know he's a ghost you're like yeah. too Check scared this out. you're like I have to see around the corner before I yeah get there, or else bit. I won't do it it's just weird yeah. like, like I think like I don't know I think like you miss like discovery and you miss. It's also that, that same reason why like movies is still a pretty good idea. Yeah, like reading, reading books, books is, is great. It's so yeah. hard. But it's yeah. also like but you're like, well my time is precious. I need to look well, at I need phone. to read five things. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That, like before I understand like what book I'm going to read because I don't want to waste time. It's yeah. kind of true. I do um I definitely get um what's it called uh choice uh choice fatigue or whatever yeah right whatever that like once you have to start or decision fatigue once you start having to choose from all these different options it is a thing that it's like you're then less satisfied by the thing that you've picked as opposed to a person who has no choice or just like two things. Yeah. Because it's also like, I mean, I've, I know that people do this all the time. Like you get on Netflix and then you just yeah. scrolling through and, and you're watch. just scrolling, oh, oh, oh. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. all of these things are worthy, you know, yeah. but it's just sort of like, you know, it's like nothing is going to jump out and be like, I'm perfect for your mood. Yeah, like, right, there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing. It's a sort of like, no. Get into it or don't. Yeah, it's true. Maybe that's what I have to do with uh, superheroes. Yeah, I think you just get have into to, it or don't. Well, yeah. I think you just have to like. I think you have to. I would say for you, you only should see superhero movies that you are hearing unequivocally yeah. great things about, like Logan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Kingsman. One. Like you know, uh, what, like uh, wait, Kingsman isn't that King? Oh, Kingsman's great, but Kingsman I wouldn't. Cla- We're getting action Kingsman, movie. Baby. Yeah, Kingsman. I, like, tell me if you like it. Now I'm, I'm nervous that I've recommended it so hard, but I, I really. <laughs> And again, it was again, it was that was like those moments of discovery where you're like, oh, this is really cool. And I felt that way, like with Good Place, like no one's like outwardly telling me like you gotta watch you it, must. But you discovered it. On well, your I own. think maybe that yeah. is what I feel with superhero culture in yeah, general, and too just many people telling and you. just how yeah. how you're just surrounded by it everywhere you go, right. And that I then start to feel um, a little bit bitter towards it or yeah. something. Because it does feel like the entire world is right. saying, you got to like, you got to watch this. Right. You got to like, check this out. This is out. popular. This yes, is yeah. good. This is this is the world now. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, and it's unfair too, because it's sort of like, it to me, I, I imagine your fatigue with superheroes is the way I feel about like indie dramedies that are neither mm. comedies nor dramas yes but yeah. yet they're mm. all look about the same they all start it's crazy people how that... much they look the same it's, yeah you're like really are you still allowed to make this and yeah I'm like, and i'm like <laughs> what is going on why are we watching these stories of like like to me it's like when done great they're great yes that's but true. when but when you know when done mediocrely and they are done mediocrely it's, most of them are yeah and it's like it's just really like whew, yeah. yeah it's, you it's know, it's a like wow, I've seen him one. Of of yeah. It's like, and what did I get out of it? But I will tell you again if I'm recommending things. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. This is the thing that I can't stop talking about, but um, no one knows it. So I'm just trying to get, I'm trying to build up my own cabal of people okay, who will watch okay. it. There's a documentary on the Stars Channel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can get it on iTunes. 
It's called The Chair. Okay. It's a 10-part documentary series, so it's not you know, an hour long each. It's not that hard to binge and get through. The premise of it is one of the guys from the original Project Greenlight, Chris uh, Morris, who is, like, I think, arguably the best part of Project Greenlight. He's like a real like kind of no-nonsense like mm-hmm. producer. He raised $2 million, and he gave a million dollars to one filmmaker and a million dollars oh, to I another filmmaker yeah. and gave them the same script. Wow. And so one person's a YouTuber. Yeah, it's like Shane Dawson. Yeah, Shane Dawson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other person is- I've seen the trailer is, for his movie. Yeah, exactly. Totally cool. Or not <laughs> yeah. cool or something like that. <laughs> totally. And uh, and so totally the other cool. one is like a, like a uh, mumblecore director. And it is, for so many reasons, fascinating to watch because- well, I won't spoil much, but you can see how one script became two very different things. And so the right. idea of the show would be like, this is the way that June and I did it. We watched n- n- um, nine, the four, first nine episodes. Then you go to Netflix, both movies are there. You watch them. And then episode 10 is like the w- the winner, Reckoning. but not really winner because yeah. they both made their movies and they right. were both um, released. Wow. So it, it, um, it's fascinating it's awesome. just fascinating to see like as someone me that is like so sick of that thing it's really interesting to see How... what's going on behind right. it and and yeah i don't know but yeah so I can't that wait sounds the great. chair is a great All right, guys. and and it's and and the it's one of the few reality shows that i go went from episode to episode and sometimes even scene to scene going like i fucking hate you you're the worst <laughs> to then like the next time like you know what? I'm be- I'm behind her. She's She's fucking that great. happens to me on Drag Race all the time. Ah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. fuck you, you're a stupid bitch. The and true superheroes like, of the world. Yeah, exactly. there they are. Exactly. Um, we should wrap this thing all up. Right. Paul, thank you so much thanks for, for coming, doing Paul. this. I don't know if I convinced you in anything, well, I'll but have I check I, these out. We've I got say, some wrecks. I think you got some wrecks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you know, like to me, X Men First Class and Logan. I mm-hmm. think those. I I the, I'm I'm feeling that those are. I feel like X Men are the kind of the best. And again, yeah. and Guardians. Wolverine. I think you did. You see Guardians? I saw the first we one on a plane. Though. I haven't seen okay. Guardians at all. Yeah. I really you didn't like wanted it. to. Um, I think I did. I think I, okay. I think I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I remember thinking like that was a fun plane movie. Yeah, yeah. but Guardians it, it didn't good, stay with me. Guardians is also like it does do more sci-fi than it does superhero. Like, yeah, because they're not like they're really not superheroes. They're just sci-fi creatures. It's yeah, like, yeah. they're you, just a bunch of little dudes. Yeah. from around the galaxy. It was a fun. It was a fun romp. Fun romp. Yeah. All right. There we go. There we go. Fun romps. Thanks, Paul. Do you have anything to plug? Oh, yeah. Oh. Who are you? Uh, My name is Paul Shear, and uh, you can find me on social media, Paul Shear. And uh, yeah, and uh, depending on when this comes out, I am currently uh, doing this season of Veep. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. That's great. So super fun. Check that out on Home Box Office. HBO. Yeah, HBO. Or HBO Go or HBO Now. Now, HBO When, HBO Goodbye. Well, fascinating stuff. Yeah. Lots to talk about when it comes to superheroes. Yeah, that was a that was interesting. It's it seems I mean, it seems like a lot of with the more general topics we do, there is like that element of like it's everything or something. Yeah, and then, and then it's possible to find your niche niche in it, which I appreciate. I think in this one because I do think I've been almost unfairly judging superhero stuff. Yeah. Um, because of like just the whole world around it. It just bugs me. It's like constantly happening. There's right. constantly superhero movies coming out. Yeah. And I didn't want to reveal this to Paul, but I I never really, I never pay attention to whether it's DC or Marvel. And uh, I know that's fucking insane to like comic I don't think book Paul fans. would have cared. Well, yeah. I just, I was like, oh, those are all DC. Oh, that's why all, they all do the same thing. And of course, that's been like ten, a 10 year, 10 to 15 year pattern at this point. So. But see, even stuff like that sometimes, I, and again, I'm, I gotta, I gotta open my mind here, but right. it, it's, uh, the, stuff like that sort of bugs me sometimes of like DC versus Marvel. These yeah, are different worlds, all these annoying. different creators, these different styles. And it's just like, ugh. 
why do we have this whole world yeah. of little pretend men? It's so funny. It yeah. just seems so weird to me. The The idea of Wonder Woman is still appealing to me, though. Isn't, isn't she, she just... She's, she's like from a planet of cool women. Well, she, she has like big honkers, right? Yeah, she has big honkers <laughs> and she's from a world of women with big honkers. <laughs> yeah. Which is That's appealing her to me. I gotta tell you. Yeah, I gotta tell you. Cool women. Gotta tell you. Seems pretty cool to me. What so, if they're all hot? So um, you, you liked superheroes <laughs> to begin with. So I'm going to guess you still like them after that. I do. And I, but it, it has been nice to realize that there's a big, I don't know why this is nice, but it's, I liked realizing that I only like a certain type or like, you and know, that's okay. Yeah. And also to realize why I didn't like certain movies. Like I thought, I always thought I liked that Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, but I didn't. I thought it was, I remember, I remember that, being excited for it and then just confused. That afterwards. to me was a time in my life where I was really like not liking things that the world liked mm -hmm. and was so confused about, oh, I just am wrong yeah. or something. But I remember I didn't like Spider-Man. I thought it looked so fake and dumb. Yeah. And I it didn't was, like Lincoln Park. Yeah. And Lincoln Park? Yeah. Wasn't Lincoln Park famous around then? Uh, the band? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The park in Chicago. Oh, God. Yeah. No, they were terrible. Sorry. Yeah. But Lincoln Park. This. Oops. <laughs> Marissa likes them. Uh, uh, <laughs> but didn't you like bands like that? Were you into those now you're... stupid, like. Uh, I would say it was in New Jersey at the, in the late 90s and early 2000s. <laughs> we need to do like that. Emo, yeah, yeah. We need to do emo slash hardcore or whatever. But I don't like that. I, I can't listen to that shit. But I can't and listen to it anymore. You such a fun little, you loved it in high school, right? Kelly, it was just nice like to be a part of something. With, okay? Like I did with gr with the uh, Grimes. <laughs> with not Grimes. Grimes? With, uh, with uh, Grunge. Oh, that was just a phase? Um, you know, I guess not. I thought with you it sort of lasted, but no. No. No, it's, un it's mostly unlistenable. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyways. So what do? You, so what is your thing? I, I'd say I love you, Paul, for being so well read on the subject and knowing so much about so much of so it. So many names. So many names. Yes. Like and uh, and he was a comic writers, book writer himself. Directors. He fucking wrote. That's incredible. I didn't I'm so that. glad we got him. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I didn't know. That. <laughs> I know. I'm so impressed. Ashamed. We're bad hosts. Jesus. Yeah, we got to write that in the uh, description or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love you, Paul, and I think that you, you did a good... It, it, this is similar to the anime episode with yeah. Nate, that it's... Um, to realize, I think I get overwhelmed by a genre. Right. And it's really big. But I didn't, you know, I guess to anyone listening, they're like, duh, Dan, don't you know you do this? This Ding is a pattern dong. now. But I don't know I'm doing yeah. it because as I'm seeing it, I'm just like, ugh, more billboards, yeah. more superhero stuff. People talking about how much they love the world. Shut up about the Something world. Something interesting but, that, sorry, go ahead. No, that's all. But I can see finding little things. I have enjoyed superhero right. movies and it's I've give myself permission mm -hmm. to not have to love them all. Right. Something I just realized we didn't touch on, but is interesting is why the why we need superheroes. Like why why do you think they started? That's was true. We like ended up just talking fear, about movies. Was it like fear of war or some shit? I think so. It's probably like world destruction and yeah, stuff. This and is like, like World we need War One, like World the War Two. Savior II. that's like bipartisan and won't like take anyone's side, and they'll just save the people, right? Captain America. Yeah. I don't know, but I think that that's what <laughs> my initial problem with superheroes is it's like this it, it the, you know paul was saying he sees it as aspirational so yes that it's yeah. like what if a guy came and helped us all and we didn't have to do anything right exactly. but there are aspects of superheroes that people start off as normal and then they use that right. power and responsibility to do yeah. good things so i don't know yeah and i realize uh, my favorite thing about superheroes is when they realize they're flawed and they go through a lot of pain. Eh, people love flaws so much. Now. I do too. Flawed antiheroes. I love flawed antiheroes. Oh, I love a good antihero. Mm, Tom is an antihero, you bastard. Uh, I guess he is. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right. Well, um, let's go job, home, Paul huh? Shear. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Um, guys, if you liked what you heard or didn't like what you heard, please email us at littlepuppyquestions at gmail.com. Let us hear your opinions yeah. about these things, these controversial topics like superheroes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think I'm the only person that doesn't like them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, please give us a nice five-star rating on yes, iTunes so people please. can check out and be like, wow, people love this podcast. I should listen to it too or just yeah I'll play it that's and, right and then you know maybe next time we'll figure out something crazy to do yeah something nasty yeah like something we did nasty which the thing we won't speak of we'll um, never speak of again yeah all right well um, get to bed guys get into bed good night it's that's late. it baby no bedtime stories this was it that was a headgum podcast